You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Balls Hog of Liberty podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. I'm your host, Jeremiah Morrill, and as always, I'm joined by our co-host, Dakota Davis. Hey, how's it going, Jeremiah? Man, we are here again, episode yes. 58. I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited for this episode. We've got uh, Jesse Riddle in the other chair over there. This is, uh, this is the Balls Hog of Liberty. Our show is about our lives in rural Indiana. It's a show about folks who are involved in politics. We promise that our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. We interview people who are influencers, elected officials, political experts, and folks we just find interesting. Today's not really an interview show, though, more so of a recap and a, oh, my God, it's finally over show. Yeah, it's a, it's more of a fun show. Still local, all things local that we promised with Boss Hog Liberty, but uh, it's going to be a fun one. We've been we've been wanting to do a fun one for, for quite some time, and for some reason, apparently the only fun person that we have is Jesse Riddle. We looked in our phone book and said, who's fun? And we realized uh, Kate is planting, Danny's sick, and Chase is, uh, Chase is going to Florida. So yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we brought in Jesse off Fourth the deep bench. String, you just brought me in. Here man. he is. And, and Scott on. Fleener has started his own podcast. If you remember American hero Scott Fleener, uh, he started his own podcast. It's called the uh, Great Business Ideas. He's competing against us, huh? Yeah, well, this is all about uh, good ideas. It's kind of like the uh, the Elon Musk uh, Nighttime Thoughts Twitter page. Yeah. I don't know if you follow that one, but uh, it's kind of like that. So so uh, we uh, we have to do some thank yous again, <clears throat> as always. There's always thank yous to be had. We, Today, I think that the biggest thank you that we should that we should put out there is uh, Mrs. Carly Ernst. Yeah, I'm pronouncing her name right, but she. She purchased all of the the startup equipment that we had, uh, the, some microphones, a board. So be looking out for a new podcast that's, that she's going to be producing here soon. So she her goal, she lives in Louisiana, and yep. uh, they don't have counties. They have parishes down there. But yep. uh, we talked with her today, and she wants to duplicate the Boss Hog of Liberty down there with some people in her area. Uh, so she has the uh, the original. It was We're Libertarians equipment that yep. uh, was reappropriated to the Boss Hog of Liberty, and now it's, uh, now it's on its way down to uh, Louisiana. Uh, so it's our uh, our old Yamaha board that uh, yep. episodes one through fifty seven were made on, and uh, our H two N that uh, yeah. that served us so very well, and uh, and the original microphones. You guys yep. remember seeing those mics, the big the, uh, the big blue mics, the microphones that Jeremiah desperately wishes we had back. Man, it's like a divorce now. <laughs> They're really gone. I uh, I remember when he bought those, and I was like, dude, you bought the. Not the greatest microphones. Well, don't say yeah. that because Carly has them, and they, they served us very, very well. They're good they're for startup. Well. Yeah, yeah, she she got a good price for them. So uh, I I couldn't believe she bought them today quickly. I, Dakota listed them yesterday, and she hit yep. us up. And it's like, is this still available? Yeah, yeah, it is. And she PayPal'd the money over. And before I could even say goodbye to them today, Dakota had them boxed up, That's and they right. were on their way to nice. Louisiana. That's uh, I had a I had a friend of mine from from our place in uh, Brookville. 
uh, Rich Puleo, who who actually listens to this podcast as well. I've met and, Rich. Yeah. He was at your wedding. I think we danced awkwardly together. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. But he hit me There's up. There's not many people at your wedding I didn't dance awkwardly with. <laughs> he, uh, he's a musician, so he, he wanted our, our mixer. And uh, I just I was like, sorry, man, we're going to have to try to keep it all together. But uh, I'll hit you up if no one's interested. Sure enough, Carly was interested, and we got him down there. It was gone. He should have bought. Uh, he should have bought the mics for the for spoken word. He could have done a boy named Sue on it. That's true. Talked into him, and then you know recorded it all. But my uh, name is Sue. <laughs> How do you do? I don't know the song. So uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah, man, you're wearing black. It's a, it should be you. So we are recording now on the uh, on the podcast instead of a Zoom H2N. We're using an H6, which is. A studio in a box. We honestly yeah. could get by. If we were just an audio podcast at this point, we could get by just with the Zoom. It's got four inputs, so we could do all of the mics so right here. Right after you did, right after you purchased that, and we had made up our mind that, hey, this is what we want, um, I, I subscribed to BurtCast, which is Burt Kreischer's podcast, and he had Dan Cummins on, which is my all-time favorite podcaster and comedian, and so I, I loved that one. They were recording off of an H6. That was and, what they were doing. Yeah, that's what they were doing. I was like, this is insane. We're, we are the big time now. Yeah, we've got the best. I mean, <laughs> and it's it's very affordable. You know, the H6 is like 300 bucks, and the, <clears throat> what we had was fine for the studio, but now this will give us the opportunity. Um, we can go out and buy a couple more microphones and, and some cables and have a true studio quality. You know, we hold the mics and go out and sit around or have a conversation with somebody. Um, or we can just record open air with this thing as it is. So this is this is. Thanks to the Patreon people, uh, we've got the H, uh, H6, and uh, we've got that going. we got the the new USB board that's in place, so that's how we did the phone calls last week, and we're trying to make arrangements to uh, to set up a phone call later this afternoon as well, or later this evening. Uh, Mike Broyles is down at the uh, the courthouse, and uh, we're going to try to have him report in. You heard his voice just for a moment or two on uh, Tuesday night on the live show. Yep, that's right. Uh, he called in. But uh, there's, a, there's a Lloyd uh, thing going on with the Sheriff's Department and Public Safety. And then uh, the saga of my sewers that we've been covering since last summer, <clears throat> they're finally uh, finally voting on that between the city and the county, uh, talking about some sort of an agreement there. So we're going to get some real details out in public on that. So hoping to get some late-breaking news. So, yeah, the uh, we had this spot on here to try to hawk the board, but it's yeah. gone, man. I know. I, I, I put into the show notes, and I, I was lazy, and I didn't get around to writing the show notes until this morning. And I have a note on here that says we have equipment for sale. But alas, we do not. Thank you, Miss Carly. It's gone. Yep. So uh, we've got a recap. We've got to back up even more. Back to the weekend. Yeah. We did. It's two- been a long time since we did a, a week slash a, a weekend recap. I know. Well, we spent the weekend together. All yeah. three of us spent time together this weekend. That's right. We did. So uh, we we had the the 2018 Libertarian State Convention at the beautiful Marriott Hotel in downtown Indianapolis. It was, great. It was a great convention. Thank you to Rick Irvine for doing for, for putting it all together. I had I had a good time. We uh, we went down – well, you were working, but I went down Friday night and had a little social evening down there. Uh, and then uh, Saturday was the uh, the workshops that we talked about. Dakota and I gave a presentation. Uh, went very well. We heard uh, we heard that it went very well. Audrey, oh, yeah. Audrey says don't forget her. Oh, yeah, I forgot. What, what did so, you forget? Um, Audrey uh, is in a contest right now. She graduates from college tomorrow. I saw that. Yeah, so she's it's a in, Friday graduation. It's a Friday graduation. That's correct. So she Man. walks across the stage, but she's in a contest for who has decorated the best graduation cap. All right. So it, that is going on. Um, if you, can, I liked it. I think her mother-in-law shared it, and I liked it on on your mom's Facebook page. Is that all I have to do? Oh yeah. Is, but, that, is that the way we win? 
Well, yeah, you have to like it by going to the original post that is on that is on the IU East Facebook page. Those are the likes that count. That's what, That's what she needs. So, so I got to go back and like it again. Yeah. So if you go to her Facebook page, you'll be able to find uh, find the decorated cap, which is a, a shout out to her mom and dad. Thank you. <coughs> she uh, and she, she forgot to thank her husband. <laughs> I haven't paid for it, so <laughs> I'm but okay you were, with that. You were supportive, weren't you? <laughs> well, I like to think so, but I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like by the time she takes the walk, she had to make some adjustments and like, P.S. <laughs> my husband Dakota, thank yes. you too. Well, and as well, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But uh, if if I end up having to pay for graduate school, <laughs> then I expect a thank you cap. No, but uh, if you could go on there, it's it, it's a financial reward. Really? So, yeah. So this is it's a good thing. It's the IU East bookstore page. Yep, that's where you got to go right. to. All right, so we're going to look for that. I will get that done today because anything I can do to help offset Dakota and Audrey's cost is better for the podcast because <laughs> I found out today yeah, he, that's right. he spent money out of his own pocket to uh, to pay for our Skype number, which I thought was just free. I thought I, I thought there was free stuff in the world, but there's not. In uh, Skype, you can only do like 1-800 <clears throat> numbers for free. Yeah. So, uh, you know. We have, we have a number that says it's coming from Lynn, Indiana. Lebanon. Lebanon. Yeah, Lebanon, that's right. Yeah, the podcast is in Lebanon. You don't want to be from Lynn. No. I don't, do you want to be from Lebanon? <laughs> the, uh, Rick Mount is from Lebanon. Jim Jones was from Lebanon, wasn't he? Jim Jones is from yeah. Lebanon. Yeah. You don't want to be one from Lebanon. If you want to be a That's shooter. Right. I forgot about Jim. If you want to have the most pure jump shot in the history of the world, you want to be from Lebanon. Did you notice that I just called, I just said, I forgot about Jim. Like, you yeah, know, you're, your old boy. Yeah. <laughs> old boy oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. So, uh, yeah, so the, the, the LP convention, let's try to pivot back. We have no, we have no focus at all today. This is going to be a wild. We don't care. We don't know. <laughs> Just there, there's no guest here. We don't have a county commissioner or a county council person interviewing for their job. Or a, con- a we are person totally interviewing un- for Congress. Or a guy running for Congress. Gosh. We are totally unsupervised. We'll get to that stuff later. Yeah. So uh, we, we gave a presentation, I mean, and it was about this show. That's um, right. Went very well. Danny Lundy, who I think that guy has put in. A ridiculous in, amount of effort. Oh yeah, and he's trying. He's running for a uh, township board spot in uh, Morgan, Morgan County, County, Brown Township, Morgan yep. County, uh, and he's he's raised the money. He looks professional. He spent the entire day Tuesday outside the polls saying, "Hey, you can't vote for me today, but you can in November." Yep. He um, spent twelve hours out there, and he also kind of does a similar thing that we do with Boss Hog, just with the Morgan County LP Facebook page, where he goes and he records public meetings, uh, he live streams them to that Facebook page and stuff. So he sits in the front row, though. Yeah, he sh- we should do. When we, we should when we do that stuff. We're gonna we do need- that. Well, we have the H six now, yeah. so we're just gonna set that baby right up on the right up on the table. I don't care who says anything. This what if somebody my, takes it? This is my property. What if What if we go to a city council meeting and Mark? No Coger's, one's gonna take it. Mark Coger steals it. I'll, I'll put I'll I'll put a label on the back that says property of B H O L. That'll fix everything. Does that work for you, Jesse? Would that keep you from stealing it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like this label is. Uh, this label means nothing. Yeah, this label is doing better than the cows from taking, uh, make, preventing me from stealing. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So we we gave our big presentation. I raised a little bit of money for the campaign down there. Got yeah, some you state did. help, some state contributions from uh, our, our former Senate nominee uh, Rebecca Sink Burris. I was I was we spoke to a very big crowd. It was a fun presentation, and I kept looking back at Rebecca, going, "If I got Rebecca, I'm doing all right." She was nodding her head, giving her approval, like. Yep, yeah, you're time. doing great, yep. Jerry. You're doing great. I was like, yeah, all right. I feel good. And she came up with some cash. So that was kind of cool. And uh, I raised some more from a few other folks, too. So that was it was a really, really fun time. Good presentation. Yeah, you, you didn't just raise asking. money, though. 
we we didn't just raise money for your campaign. We were working on trying yeah. to get some Patreon help as well. Yep, we tried. <laughs> we did diligently. have a we did have a plan that we failed on. We did have one minor setback. We were going to give out a free poster. Oh yeah, and uh, we forgot the posters. Well, there no one poster no one there? asked for the posters, so yeah, somebody, <laughs> it's not like a matter. <laughs> it's true. Nobody did ask. <laughs> Uh, we did have a poster on the table, my banner, and then yeah, I yeah. at the end of the night I forgot it, and then the next day all the tables were gone. So somebody has my boss on the banner. <laughs> I don't know where it's at, but yeah, it's gone. They, uh, I checked the department of whatever yeah. waste. Somebody has it. Yeah. They have it. I checked at the end of the night, and my all my business cards were gone. So that's a good thing. I'm hoping Christy Avery picked it up. Yeah. So, but I, I'll tell you what. I took pictures and I, I posted them to the uh, to the LP convention, and you probably see it through my uh, through my Facebook page. Dakota was absolutely holding court on Saturday night after the uh, after the convention was over. I look I look over. Dakota's wearing his suit, looking like, you know, looking like he's Jim Jones. Yeah, he's starting <laughs> he's starting a religion. And you look over at him, and he's got like four dudes, three dudes that are twenty years older than him, and he's absolutely holding court. And he just got him in the palm of his hand, explaining to him how he's taking over the world. I saw that it was after the convention, right? Yeah, it was yeah. after yeah. the business meeting was over. I think before dinner. Yeah, I saw that. Dakota actually, was just I, killing it. Was there was the four people that were asking me about uh, – they were actually asking me about graphic design work. So apparently I've done some good work for the Boss Hog Liberty. I don't know. They're all about you, man. Maybe. Yeah. So uh, then that night we heard from uh, Bill Weld. He's Mr. the uh, Weld. former governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. He was, I was the vice president, uh, vice presidential nominee last, or last election cycle. Yep. I was asked to uh, show him around and – the timing didn't work out. I barely met the man. <laughs> I shook his hand, and he said, I have your cell phone number. And I said, I have your cell phone number, Bill. And that was about the extent of it. We never really had much I, conversation. Uh, I welcomed him to Indianapolis. I didn't say two words to the man, but I did see him clapping for me at the end of the night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he congratulated me. So we, we won uh, we won some awards. That was It was, yeah, a, it was pretty cool. Um, it was really cool. We uh, we were recognized by the Libertarian Party of Indiana um, for this podcast and for the, the political stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won the um, the Bar- uh, Barbara Borland Light of Liberty Award, which is uh, for kind of my contributions to the Libertarian Party in the last few years and, and volunteer things I've done. Uh, and then Dakota won the uh, the Ken Basson uh, Outreach Award, the outreach which is award, for yeah. the growth of the Henry County Party and the, the the once again for the work of this podcast. So we we each were like shocked that we won. Yeah, I was uh, totally shocked. I saw you win, and I was like. Well, Jeremiah won his award. They're not going to have both of us go up there from the Boss Hog Liberty podcast. So I seriously like – I <laughs> He's like seriously, crying and pouting. It. I, I, I sat back in my chair, <laughs> and I crossed my legs, and I just like sat there, and I pulled out my phone and <laughs> getting ready to sit through somebody else's speech. And they and then <laughs> Tim – Someone else's would be Jeremiah's. And then Tim said my name. I don't think I was nominated I, for that, no. Oh. Tim said my name, and I was like – it like totally shocked me. I had to stand up really fast, and then Bill Weld was clapping for me. Bill Bill Weld drank during my speech. Somebody <laughs> Sarah took a short video and we had a screenshot, and it's Bill Weld just pouring back the uh, pouring back the wine during my uh, during my little thank you. That's hilarious. So that That's was awesome. fun. I got that screenshot for the rest of my life. The governor, yep. I made the governor. Which, I drove him to drinking. Which, by the way, the Libertarian Party of Henry County has got 19 members now. We're one away from 20. Uh, is there a prize if somebody joins today at lpin.org? Do you, <laughs> if, is there a Dakota Davis you, prize? Yeah, if you join now, then uh, then I'll give you a. We'll throw you in that free poster. I'll give you a free copy of the iPencil essay. There you go. 
if somebody joins, actually, we get an extra delegate to the state convention next year once we get to 20. <laughs> That's true. So yeah. let's go. Let's get on it. Um, let's see. Anything else? Oh, yeah, we had some nominations. We got some people on the state ballot down there. That's right. So Tuesday was the uh, was the primary where the Republicans, Democrats picked all their candidates, which is great for them. Um, what wasn't great was that we paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> they, the taxpayers uh, paid for it. Yeah, the taxpayers paid for paid for all that selection. Uh, we paid our own way on Tuesday or on on Sunday, okay. Saturday, Sunday, uh, and we picked our Secretary of State nominee, Correct. who was Mark Rutherford. You heard him on the show. Uh, Lucy Brenton, who ran for uh, state uh, or for U.S. Senate uh, against Evan By and Todd Young a few years ago, she was uh, renominated, uh, and she will now be facing uh, Senator Joe Donnelly and and Mike, uh, Braun. and Mike Braun, the bajillionaire. Mike the Rhino Braun. <laughs> oh boy, <We're, laughs> we've talked to his people. He's invited on the show, so let's not let's not upset the apple cart too much, uh, co-host. That's right. Uh, I, I want him to come on. I'm I'm. This is a direct call out to Mike Braun. The Mike the Rhino Braun, come here and change my mind. Explain away. Explain away. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Tom Furkoff was on. He's uh, was uh, was on the ballot, and we nominated him. He's That's the right. uh, new chairman of Wayne County's uh, party, and uh, real nice guy. You and I have met with him a few times. Yep. And uh, hashtag really looking... my man Tom. Hashtag tight with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> tight with Tom. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so Tom is going to face Janine Lee Lake. We've learned how to say her name. Janine, yeah. She she got the big – I think she won because of David Letterman. I really do. She I, got the big bump. She did. A fistful of cash from Dave Letterman. Is she that got the one the, that was at Caffeinery? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, she, it was, she's had – you know, she's had like this God thing and said God – God put Dave in her life there, and she's hoping to have she's him out for another this fundraiser. God thing. She's been she's been running as the Christian Democrat, saying you know the Republicans don't have a don't have a line on God. They don't. Uh, she can be a she can be a Christian Democrat and be open about it. So that's uh, that was pretty cool uh, that she won and she won handily. Uh, she I, did. I I don't know that I don't know why people I, I don't know if people really really researched it or if you know her name was what they wanted or what the uh, what the motivation was, but she won very handily. Uh, Jim Pruitt was second, and uh, Lane Siegman was third, and then it was a pretty, pretty sharp drop off after that. There was yep. no incumbents, right? <clears throat> no, uh, no, the incumbent is uh, Luke Messer, who lost the Senate race. Gotcha. And then uh, I did not know he lost. Finally, we had. Um, yeah, this was a Spangles answering you. <laughs> He's way too late now. Yeah. We've already started the show. We've already got this going. <laughs> He's telling us to start flipping knobs. I'm like, I'm recording a show. I'm not going to start just <laughs> twisting stuff now. Uh, and then, uh, so yeah, Tom's in that race, so it's going to be. Uh, the, yep. Greg so Dance, if, if you were Janine Lee Lake and uh, Tom Perkinoff. If you were really pulling for for Jonathan Lamb in the Republican primary, I, and uh, you have a sour taste in your in your uh, mouth for Mr. Greg Pence, I think that Tom's your man. Um, yeah, so that's the uh, that's the summary of the uh, of the LP convention. Had a great time. Uh, I think we're going to be up in Fort Wayne next year. Is that the uh, that's the rumor? I don't know if it's officially picked. You're in the state state Central committee, Jesse. Did they make that determination? Or are they still searching? Uh, I think they're. <clears throat> I think Christy Avery is uh, the chairperson. She's the chairperson for the committee, and she is responsible for looking for locations. Uh, and she's been looking in uh, Fort Wayne, so possibly. Kirsten Cronk wants to know if, when the lovely Sarah Potter moves to town, will we have our 20 members? Yes, we will. But if you yeah. joined right now, Kirsten, uh, we'd have our 20 members. Yeah, just saying. A lot. Jump faster. on there. Let's go. Come on, you Kirsten. know you want to. I'm waiting on you. You're all about it. Uh, what else we got? Primary results. Oh yeah, you wanna, this was the you, big one. You want to lead us through the the upset of the freaking millennium? I can try to do that, which was insane. This whole primary, like the the races, going watching and paying attention to the races, having all of the different uh, 
contestants coming through uh, our Candidates. studio. I'm going to say contestants. No, because no. It's more we fun. live in a, in a Donald Trump as president. They're contestants. <laughs> They're contestants. They're definitely contestants. Whenever you're talking in, in show business like we are, it's contestants. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> we no. bounce it back and, back, back and forth between realities all the time. I, I need now update, we're in show business. I need to update my Facebook to say I'm the contestant for the race. Yes. The yes. Yes, but, for sure. Uh, I will do there that. were a there were a lot of upsets, man. I think uh, Joe. I'm gonna butcher his name, but uh, Burjax is that? I go Burjax, but I've never heard it said out loud. I don't know. We are the media, so we are the pronunciation guide. <laughs> so whatever we say is what Joe has to I live with. I always said Burjax. Burjax. I, I I don't know. That sounds that that sounds better. The hard G. Yeah. I like that one more. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna say Prosecutor Joe. I'm just gonna say Joe. Yeah, Joe was the only incumbent that actually won his primary race. Whenever it comes to county wide races. We had Darren Jacobs who won his primary race by well he by wasn't a, mere, a primary race he was elected as yes elected as so uh, he won his race as, he was the incumbent. as the uh, chief uh, knee knocker for the uh, for the Democrats chief knee knocker <laughs> he's he's the guy that goes around and whips up the Democrats and makes decisions for them in his precinct he's the ward boss <laughs> he's a, he's the whip of spice on <laughs> they just got Casey's and it's open I just passed it I know it's big time fantastic it's so it, it's going to be a big traffic problem soon yeah. Uh, but uh, he was the only incumbent that won. So we had uh, we had Ken and Gray won, uh, and Peg Steffendel. Um, she won Susan. by thirty-two votes. Peg beat uh, Betsy votes. by thirty-two votes. That's that's shows, crazy. Shows you how much every vote counts. Well, so not yeah. only that, I was actually impressed that both of them were at the top of that list. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I was telling Jerry before the show started. I had a, a coworker I was talking to on on Wednesday after the race and. And he's like, you know, and I think he's he's in his 40s. And in case he's watching this, I'm not going to say maybe 50s, but <laughs> no, he's in his 40s. And he was he was telling me, um, he said, you know, I've never voted. I, your vote doesn't count, doesn't matter. I was like, dude, the uh, the Spiceland race was that was down to three votes. You know, yeah, three well, votes went the other way. The thing change. that your vote doesn't matter locally, that's. That's why. That's why I'm all in, about. In 2014, politics. for the Henry Township Board, it was a tie, and Dale Cole lost on a on a tiebreaker. I lost by like 300 votes, and it's just me bragging. <laughs> <laughs> which which I've I've talked to a lot of different councilmen that are that that uh, they're like Jeremiah's got a great chance, and so does Jesse. And they're like they're, every time they're like Jesse Jesse shocked me in 2016 at the at large race because whenever you're talking at large. If if you vote straight ticket, it doesn't matter. They have to go through and actually select your name. Right. So that was that was pretty impressive. I wasn't the chairman then. You were picked up some of those Democrat votes from Newcastle. Yep. We're gonna so uh, yeah, we're gonna get there. You've got your big race. It's uh, gonna be you, Dakota Clark, and Peg Stephendel. I, I just yeah, I just finished that podcast today. Yeah. Did you learn anything? You, you find her weaknesses. Got it mapped out. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go. You're gonna turn out that Knightstown vote. Strategizing already. Jesse lives. Uh, Jesse lives practically in downtown Knightstown, Indiana. Oh, and we forgot practically, to. I literally live in the median, one block from yeah. the other median. Right by the speedway or the subway. No. No. No, I live over by the. I was trying to. Uh, was he lives. Shoot Jesse, in the dark. lives <laughs> Jesse lives very close to a major government building in downtown. Yeah. Downtown. <laughs> major. Government. Major government building. <laughs> But uh, you could probably we, get your we passport forgot to there. mention Ed Tarantino won his and the race big against, shocker. Uh, yeah, that was also big. that was a big one. Ed Tarantino uh, beat uh, Butch Baker uh, like sixty forty roughly. I found out today that my mom voted for Ed, <laughs> so 
We have that going for us. She said she voted for him based upon his performance on this show. On this show. Which so. which led us to go, wow, we, we may have been the reason why we gave everybody attention and we caused we caused the overthrow of our government with this little podcast. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, who knew who knew how much power Dakota that, had? The I Henry keep, County Revolution was you guys. I I keep saying that we whenever I advertise the Patreon that we are the independent media of Henry County. That is not a lie that anymore. Not a, well, it's, it's not a lie anyways because there's like one. Right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. there are three newspapers of record. You've got the uh, the Middletown paper, the Knightstown paper, and the Newcastle, the Courier Times. But, but those uh, are not independent. Well, I guess. They well, are. I mean, they're not owned by Viacom. I, you know, I want to start buying them all. I just be like, these are mine. Jesse, Jesse is the media. Yeah, I want to. I want to see you get Henry County papers to the point where the commissioners have to come in and regulate you and break uh, up Big Jesse. Eric Cox yeah. would never sell the banner to you. Break up Big Jesse. I want to point out that Jesse's the second candidate to ever drink on on the show with us. Wait, so, the so, first one was Betsy. So Mills. we reveal it now that the election's over. Betsy Mills was drinking a little bit of Jack and Coke. Nice. Well, no, Betsy she, Mills. she was drinking straight. She was drinking straight Jameson. Well, uh, that was supposed to be a secret. She's, yeah. She's, Jesse, uh, uh, she's tougher than I am. So. Oh, no, no, back up. I've been a candidate for half of the show, like oh, half yeah. the year, oh, well, and I've drank on every episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, whatever. <laughs> ben Houchins uh, says that they're at Black Acre and you're not. That, he, Jesse. He's just doing that to torment me now. I've never been I literally to invite him every time I'm there. Well, you're invited. Yeah, right, I try to right. I try to get Jesse to go out with, or uh, Dakota to go out with me all the time. So uh, he's oh. very difficult. Since he got married, oh my god. Well, uh, oh my god. Audrey's allowed to come as well. Audrey won't let him go anywhere. Yeah, that's. that's just, I'm just waiting to hear. Well, some, she'll be graduated. Some yelling so in the other room. She'll have a lot more time. <laughs> that's have, true. We have the dog. <laughs> uh, that's why I don't get a dog. Yeah, Jeremiah Mine's, can. Jeremiah's like the king of dog automation. Just. Let him we're getting, dog on, yeah, we're getting right. much better. Take the Jeremiah dog automation course, and you'll be fine. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Corinda Colby says, why aren't you guys at the council meeting? We are not at the council meeting because they literally counter-programmed us. We have yeah, a did. standing Thursday night date. And they, they should know by now. At the county council meeting last uh, last month, they said they were either going to choose the 10th or the 15th. And they chose to counter-program guess, the Boss Hog Liberty. Even but, though no, we do the Thursday. But we're making it up because we've got Mike Broyles down there as a correspondent. And uh, he's going to call in, and we're going to have an update. But, uh, but Corinda, we do have – yeah, Mike Broyles. You ju- totally just stole that wind out of my sails. I will, I will turn my mic update. off. I will, take, I I I will turn my mic that. off, and you All say right. what you want to say. <laughs> but uh, my bullet that I wanted to make with the primary results was okay. it was all of the, uh, the quote-unquote anti-wind candidates that won, uh, which, which is going to make for a very interesting fall election, especially in the three-way races and the other and the two-way races. So we have at least two three-way races, and right now it looks like uh, there's no Libertarian filed in District 1 or District 4 at this point. Correct. But we're uh, looking. And we there's, are looking. And there is not one in the commissioner's race yet. In fact, there's no Democrat in the commissioner's race yet. So that That's race good. is wide open for Mr. Tarantino at the moment. But uh, anybody, you can still file. You can contact, like we talked about on Tuesday, you can contact Dakota Davis, chairman, yeah. if you're interested in running. Really, uh, just contact any of us, even if because if you don't know how to get a hold of them. Uh, you know. Well, they well, should be because they are. You can if you're watching me, this, you're pretty well you plugged in. You can send me a message on Facebook, or you can send me an email at on henry at lpin.org. There you go. So that goes to my phone. I love that that's working. Yeah, so here's the, uh, here's the big news you. that we figured out. Reading that. The, Before, uh, hold up. All right. Nate lost his race as well. Right? Nate Nate lost his race. Yes. We didn't mention Susan anything here. about it, so I was just making sure. I thought I heard that, but I wasn't positive. <laughs> yeah, that happened. But, uh, I just want to make sure the, I hear that. The big news is that you found out. Well, I, that you kind of made out, the connection. I figured out that this council 
if you look at it, is going to have four new members. Correct. Yep. Well, three. Uh, well, three new members for sure. For sure. Yes. Uh, where Nate Nate is off the council, Steve is off the t- council, yep. and and Dick Bowslog is off the council. Yep. Uh, we don't know yet uh, about uh, Robin Reno Fleming. She and she and Chad Malakote are going to have a competitive race this fall. They're going to duke it out. So, and then there are three people that uh, that are, have at large seats. Mm-hmm. Mike Thals, who I would not expect to have him seek the presidency. <laughs> Harold Griffin, who I would not expect to seek the presidency. That leaves in the majority because right now it's a it's a five to two. You would expect the majority uh, party to have the presidency. That leaves one man. And only one man, one counselor. The one, the only, Clay Morgan. Councilman Clay Morgan of is, MVP Barbershop is the president in waiting of the Henry County Council. That's right. He's like lifting up into co-host. The <laughs> co-host Clay is all of a sudden in line to ascend to the presidency of the Henry County Council. Just the sun. There's a sun shining. He's in a row. Yeah, He's that's like, right. Coming up, the yeah. ascension of the ascension of Clay. Uh, I can't wait to see. Uh, we need to make. I'm gonna get on Photoshop, and I want to make like a, a Photoshop of of uh, maybe Susan Hoon's face and uh, of on Adam. <laughs> Where is this going? Susan Hoon's face on Adam, and then Clay's face on God and Michelangelo's uh, famous <laughs> painting yeah, of him okay. reaching his arm out. You know. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the live show and what happened. You call me the bull yeah. in China shop all the time, right? Like yeah, I knock. It's my thing I do is I knock stuff over. You break things. You bought me extra glasses for my wedding because you had already break it, broken like three of them. I bought you glasses <laughs> and I bought you ice trays because I'm just a destructive son of a gun. Yeah, and you got really durable glasses too because yeah. you dropped one the other day and it didn't <laughs> shatter. <laughs> so, but that happened. We sent we sent Chase down to Primo at the tail end of our live show that we did on Tuesday night. That's correct. Chase comes in and had the greatest moment in the history of the show. <laughs> He was like Kramer knocking the door open. It was it was great. The camera goes flying, hits the which, deck. Which I want to point out, it probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal if he hadn't struggled so much with the door because there's a blanket over the door for uh, <laughs> sound purposes. And I I used to have like a little curtain holder that was up in the corner, and then and Chase ripped that Chase out. Chase broke that the week before. Yeah, the week before. So then he had a difficult time getting in the door this time and just tripped. Knocked over the the Mevo camera and tried setting it up. Didn't realize that the Mevo itself had fallen off of the tripod. That was <laughs> so there's video of Chase just yeah. laughing at himself, and I got some screenshots and, and put them on the. The put greatest them on the live thing stream. was is whenever he picked it up, he he picked it up and it the the camera lens was facing his face, <laughs> so we could see him the whole time. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it was the greatest thing. Ever. Was that live? Was it? It was on. Yeah, we were on. Live. There were like 80 people watching live, That's and Chase awesome. comes. Barging in, knocks the camera over, and we're just like, "Oh no!" I have to go find. And that. it goes, it goes falling to, listen, to the ground. But uh, I was at a brewery at the time. Yeah, it was really good. It was, it was surreal. You were at a brewery, okay? But Aaron Dickin was at the hospital while his wife was delivering their baby and was watching our live stream. She is an absolute saint. She literally yeah. is in labor, delivering their third child, and Aaron Dickin is in the corner watching us. Talk about the, the election third results. Child. He's like, she's got it. <laughs> but and then today, I'm I'm uh, sending him messages about the uh, the county council uh, meeting that happened on Monday, and he's uh, sending me messages. And I was like, oh, by the way, dude, congratulations on the baby. And he sends me a picture. He's they're still in the hospital, right? And he's sending me and he's holding his baby uh, while she's napping. 
and messaging me about the the city council meeting. That's awesome. The dedication, is, man. He's not the one that is he not the one that was drawing the photos of or drawing the pictures of Jer. No, that was Ross Ticknor. Okay. Yeah, that was Ross. I couldn't remember. He he name. also drew the uh, the Eric the Turkey. Uh, yep, he did. Oh, picture. Dear. We forgot I, to give him credit for that because I stole it, and that is what I put on the T-shirt. Oh, uh, I was gonna say you should have him like put a signature underneath it. Yeah, well, he's advertised it some. What's going on over here? You guys are doing all kinds of work. We're, uh, yeah. we're well. We talked about this on the live show. We are our own producers. Zach Lee, <laughs> Zach Lee raised his hand and said, "If he can ever get a day job, he wants to come in and be our producer." <laughs> my dream. I, I have lots of dreams. My dream is for us, dreams. first of all, to get like a monthly sponsor for this show, mm-hmm. so that the, this can be the ABC Supply show. That's you know, like the, legitimately a company. I know it's really a, a company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, like ABC. Yeah, we're constantly advertising. It could be the LK Produce <laughs> Studios. Yeah. It could be we, we Jack's Donuts Studios. We will pour out your name, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it could be the, you know, we could be the Boss Hog Liberty Jacks, presented by Jack's Donuts for or a, whatever. For a monthly payment of, I don't know, $26,000 a month. Yeah. Or we can, it's negotiable. <laughs> it's negotiable, but we, we literally, we are on the, if, if you want to talk to us about sponsorship opportunities, I think what hey. we'd like to do is do it. Joe a, Rogan. A monthly sponsorship with somebody so that you, we can get into that studio on top of the Patreon and I, some other avenues we have. I just want to point out that Joe Rogan, for each advertisement that he reads on his show, he does like five an episode. He charges $25,000. Well, he has like millions of downloads. Yeah. What we have here, <laughs> our video Tuesday night. We're the number one podcast in Henry County, dude. I know. Our, <laughs> our video Tuesday night was 2,200 views already in a day and a half. It's awesome. It's million. surreal the, the reach we have, the, uh, and people are actually paying attention to listening. And that's just on so Facebook. It literally could be your business here uh, presenting the Boss Hog of Liberty. Yeah. In yep. the Your Name Here studio. I'll do everything short of getting a tattoo on my forehead of your business. <laughs> <laughs> so on your on the website, do you have a way to like? Do you have like? A, you can a, inquire. A, a form. For Just reach out to. You have the, the Patreon out. account. Uh, there's some business setups there, so. We've got some options. If you want to know our pricing, you can get help on there and see it. It's gotcha. But the uh, the goal is to get uh, to get that done and to get a studio. And you know, we could do some sponsor activation. We could make some videos demonstrating your product. Eat something on the air. We can yep. do some product placements. Do all kinds of things. We can change our insurance company as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> get I price quotes. Yeah. Like, hey, let's 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 price out my boat insurance. Let's go. Let's do it. Just have a Clay come cut hair while you're on the show. We thought about that. I th- I Jesse. Want, I want Clay to be our first Jesse, sponsor. Jesse, will you get a fresh paid for the show? No. <laughs> Give up the Jesus we're, cut? We're, we're rocking the Thomas this thing Jefferson. all the way through the, uh, the election. You've got more hair than anybody else in the council race. Yep. Probably. Mm, interesting. I, don't, I didn't see Peg, so. Yeah, uh, you, I think you've got more. I think so. We let it, it down might, for it us close. live on the air. Will you, will you put it over the shoulder <clears throat> with a with the loose. beard? I, I think should. You do. I should be able to do like a like how nice like coat. I don't know what they call those things back in the day. Like the like a vest. No, oh. like Thomas Jefferson's wearing, and I have a musket in one of my photos. <laughs> oh, I just yeah. think that'd be pretty funny. That would be awesome. Do you get uh, comments at work now, or do they just like you work in a tech the tech industry, so they don't expect much out of you anyway? Yeah, no, I'm, my hair is fairly mild. Yeah. Compared to others, <laughs> it's at least brushed. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, I can't imagine. I can't. Im- I, I watch Silicon Valley. You don't watch Silicon Valley because no. you think it's 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 cheap comedy. That is very cheap comedy. Yeah, I but, would agree with that, Jesse. 
Very sad. They don't have to work very hard. Very sad. By the way, Arrested Development is getting rebooted. I hope you guys all see that. Well, they just, they're coming out with another episode, so another is, uh, season next month. So is uh, the poster on the wall there, the Rick, Rick and Morty, Morty got picked up for 70, 70 more episodes. episodes. I saw that. That's seven seasons. That's a lot of That'll episodes. take them well over 100. So, so I'm excited about that one. Them, but I'm excited about Arrested Development, though. So in the uh, well, this is not local news. This go, is nationwide. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is big for everybody. This is how it affects us all. Not, here. not only did Arrested <laughs> Development get picked up for another season, but they also remixed the weird fourth season that they made. Oh, where, so, so they, they remixed it. They remixed it into just regular chronological thirty-minute episodes. Oh, good. Oh, so you okay. can go back and watch it and be like, yeah, now it makes sense. Oh, see, I thought it was genius the way that. They well, they, you've got it both ways. You can have it country and western. You can have the uh, we follow Dakota story I feel only. Like those are the same. Those are the same thing. Tomato, <laughs> you tomato. Can, you can have it country or western. That's it. <laughs> we play both kinds of music, country and western. I feel that's, like that's, that's the, the same joke. thing. That's, that's the joke. Thank you for being such a literalist that you don't get it. You can have thrash metal, thrash metal, or death metal. Yeah, uh, those are a little bit different. <laughs> All right. So the um, the 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 not the Patreon, the Primo night for Chase. Yep. We sent him down there, and we talked to him afterwards, and he's like, guys, I was terrified. He was completely terrified. He didn't really. He's never done anything like that before in his life. Nope. He's never been an interviewer. Poor Chase. We sent him out in the wild on his own. <laughs> we just volunteered him. Like he didn't. He didn't raise his hand and be like, "Hey, can I go do this?" We're like, "No, we're sending Chase." And Chase is like, oh. "It was like in the middle of a live episode too." <laughs> That's awesome. We were like, uh, "Yeah, we're gonna be sending Chase down to Primo." And Chase is like, "Guys, I might be in Florida." <laughs> we're like, "No, you're not. Nope. You're you're going to Florida Thursday." Did you guys pay for his meal or anything? Or? So the Republicans paid for his meal. Nice. And yeah. I heard he hit the. I heard that he hit the. Um, the limit. <laughs> he he hit the buffet hard. <laughs> oh, he hit the buffet. Yeah. That was a buffet. Nice. Yeah, he We've was. I heard there. he had at least three trips. Yeah, nice. which which Chase is a Republican, so it, it kind of fits the bill. We haven't nice. convinced him to join our side yet with well, craft beer and like brownies. And <laughs> I don't know. He was willing to sell his body today for the studio. That's, that's, that's pretty. I said, that's pretty Republican. I said that's fifteen dollars <laughs> in, in the bucket for us. Uh, yeah. So we've got uh, we we sent Chase down there, and uh, everybody. Was t- I, I I think we saw some pictures of him. He was you know kissing babies and doing it all, being the local celebrity. He wore his Boss Hog Liberty shirt or Dakota's Boss Hog Liberty. Have you disinfected yeah. that yet? Uh, it's in the washer. Did now, you get the chase off of him? Yeah. <sighs> We'll see. So, and then this, this is the first time it's uh, been washed. <laughs> this is the first, really? Yeah, I think so. I think I've just. So you gave it to him dirty. Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I've like the only times I've worn it have been like during forty-five minute long meetings. I was and then you're I've, saying when I'm mowing the yard or like twice, out. and then I've just thrown it in the dryer and got it, you know, Freshened smelling up. good. There you go. I guess I'm not. Uh, I pretty much wash it every time. Hmm. Interesting. I, I try to save water around here, uh, do my part for the planet Earth. <laughs> Mike Mike, uh, Mike Broyles is giving me hell in the chat and says, everybody that lives in white estates is here except for you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely everybody but me. Oh, that's all right. All right, oh I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, these new voting booths and the new voting system. Oh, yeah, I was had. actually wanting to ask about it. Yeah, so, so we spent yeah. a bajillion dollars on some new voting equipment. iPads. Yeah, they're they're like iPads, yeah, but they're they also like have printers. iPads, so they're not iPads. Well, I think they have iPads at the front gate, but then yep. the actual machines are another device. Okay. There, there yeah. are multiple devices involved. Gotcha. It, but there's okay. an iPad with a scanner is that drives a, a GTAC, a GTAC tablet, maybe. A lot I'm, of I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. 
<laughs> but yeah, you go in whenever you go in. The first uh, person who signs you in is going to be. She's holding one of these right, right. here, and then. Uh, uh, I guess what, what's Prince your ballot or whatever, right? No, not Prince, but she. Uh, they already have the ballots pre-printed. You go and you stick it in a feeder at the booth, at the actual booth, which uh, I did not like how low the sides were. So you went and voted. Yes, I went and voted. Interesting. We're, uh, Dakota and I are both openly hoping that we get charged. We want to be the first convicted felons for voting in a primary. I want to take to see this what to happens. the state, baby. We want to. Uh, so this is gonna, voted. I, I took a, I took a Republican ballot. I paid for it. People. I want I, uh, to see. I want to see if uh, if uh, if I get charged. Do you realize how good our ratings are going to be after we we take this to the bank with Liberty Defender Sean Rao? <laughs> we're not paying him. We're, we're, we're getting Sean for free. We're going to let the county pay for that. We're not going to – unless we get some Patreon money, I don't think we can afford Sean, so we're going to take the free Sean. The free Sean. My uh, – what my uh, – legitimately what my thought was was that I know there's not going to be a libertarian in every race. And right. I wanted to maximize my chances being as educated as possible to have – a liberty-leaning person. Well, I think that's yeah. why we have open primaries. I think that's what they yeah. try to accomplish. The other part of that, what we learned from Susan Hoon when she filed, she ran as an independent last time, as long as you've voted in the Republican or the Democrat primary, they absolutely cannot throw you off the ballot. No matter what they want to do, you voted in the primary. That's true. So Dakota could run for mayor of Newcastle as a Republican. Even if the Republicans absolutely hate his guts, he's a Republican in good standing because he took the stupid ballot and played by those rules. So he cannot so be ejected from the ballot. So you voting makes you a Republican on paper? Correct. On paper, you are eligible to run as a Republican candidate. The last time I had voted in a primary was 2008, which apparently would have still had me as a Republican good standing because that's the only thing that they look at is what party did you what, what party's primary right. did you vote in last? Right. And I would have voted in 2008 in the Rush County primary. It took him 10 years, but I finally it, it was hearing that uh, it, I was going to be voting. It felt He's disgusting. A, I don't ever did. want to do it again. They said, what ballot do you want? And I was like, oh, Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I didn't say Republican. I said Team Elephant and because uh, I didn't want to admit that I was one of them because I'm really, you know. So I went in and I said, oh, Team Elephant. I told uh, Nancy Dietz. Nancy Dietz was one of the poll workers at the uh, the arts oh, center. Yeah, yeah. So Nancy, one of our Patreon folks, I'm like, oh, my God, if I found out already. <laughs> I go in and there's Nancy looking at me. Well, it's not a secret. Here? Yeah, I, I – I did see that there were uh, in a couple of public forums in the county and also in the Courier Times, there were some people that were pretty unhappy with the voting machines. I liked it. Well, it was I mean, really fast. I was in fine. and out of there in ten minutes. What you did have is you get a printout that you can yeah. look at. You can look at it on the screen and review it, and then it prints. There's like a thermal printer that puts it on the cardstock. You can review it yourself, and then you put it into a machine. So they electronically view what you put in, but there's also a paper copy or a it's really not paper. It's a, a cardstock yeah, copy. A hard like copy. The, the craziest system. It seems like it, doesn't like, it? There are three devices why, involved. Why is there paper involved? There are, because they want to be able to go back and manually look at them if, if there's a freak out because people want paper. So you, you go you at the head counter, you show your photo ID, and they scan it, and then they right. authenticate, and then ask you like four times, is this really your address? And you say no every time. And you say it's on there, isn't it? It, it does seem like a lot of unnecessary cost. To have the paper and the things that print the paper, but uh, whatever. No, I'm, so I, they, I'm glad they're fixing it. At the vote I, center, it was I, a lot better system. At the vote center I went to, there were probably a dozen machines set up. 
There were 12 locations in the county to vote, and you can go to anyone you choose at this point. At uh, Do we know how much we spent? I know, like, Peg said she had a, a I think they spent the about $800,000 on, on the equipment, Set between seven hundred and $800,000 on the equipment. <sighs> yeah. That's a lot of iPads. <laughs> iPads and tech, man. That's right. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, we all know about the – I don't know if the – I know somewhere we didn't talk about it, but how you and I have helped – we all three – Helped count votes at our. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, so we. So this is kind of like a segue back to. So maybe. Uh, yeah, so we our, need to raise about eight hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for the LPI. We will not use paper. When when we did our primary, our convention, our state convention, we uh, we had printed ballots ahead of time. Yep. That had all the declared candidates, and then you wrote in people that uh, that didn't get their paperwork on on time, that were true libertarians, and said so uh, at the last minute, "No, I want to run. I'll run. I'll be, I'll be right. on there." So then everybody had to write down their their in, their intent. Uh, so there were six of us that tallied up about 130 votes, <laughs> and they were four-page documents, oh, yeah. Yeah. and there were about 25 was, races. It was nuts. And, and then there was Jesse one. And Jesse and I were tallying partners. And then there yeah. was one person who got thrown off the ballot before, so his votes ended up not counting. Uh, that wasn't explained to all of the tallying of teams. Yeah, yeah. Not until we're halfway through it. <laughs> Jesse, and I, Jesse and I had tallied all of ours. It did get it did get a little bit. I don't want to say the names of everybody that was helping to tally, but uh, – Two teams were very strong, and one team did like ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was uh, good. Yeah. So yeah, we need a we need a better system. <clears throat> we we need a much better system because that is not. And it was fly. irritated. We missed like half of the business meeting. Yeah, well, which they, yeah, we they, missed they, the they bylaws, so us. that was okay. Right. Uh, you know, missing the bylaws was fine because that's we didn't get to vote on the worst or, part or for me. Have any part of the delegate uh, voting? Yeah, the, the national party, yeah, the, national convention. They they choose Indiana because of the number of people they have. They had like 29 delegates to the national yep. convention. Uh, that happens in New Orleans in July. Uh, <laughs> we sent a ton of people from Henry County. We sent yeah. nobody to the national convention. We're like, ah, oh, we just want to play at the state level. Yeah, but none of our people are like, yeah, yeah I'm focused. gonna go to New Orleans. Well, yeah, I probably would have. You would if go. you didn't have your marriage. If then. I wasn't, if I yeah, if I didn't have you that and marriage, I had talked about going. I would have gone. Um, I, I would have gone if I had ago. enough vacation days for work. That was the only thing holding me back. Because of Jeremiah's bachelor party, I'm <laughs> fresh out. Fresh out. <laughs> I think uh, I think you and I are going to have more fun in Nashville than we would have in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think we're going mean, to be okay. If you could mimic it in that, like New Orleans, I think you would have a uh... – We can – we, we could try. We we can, can, I'm we pretty sure it's old... possible to mimic Nashville and New Orleans. We can always go back to New Orleans without uh, without a Libertarian National Convention to uh, hold us down. I want I want to go down there one time and just try the crawfish because I love I love crawfish and any type of Cajun food. And uh, have you come? That's to like a dream of mine. Why have you not come to Paparu with us? I don't even know what that is. I know. The only good Cajun Paparu, place that I know Black of around Anchor. here is is fixed. Yats. So not even close. I love yats. Uh, we, you need to tell Audrey that you need a man day with me and Jer. <laughs> <clears throat> we're gonna load, can, up, the, we're gonna load up the suburban or whatever the hell it is, and the Tahoe. You mean the whatever, Tahoe? It's something Chevrolet. If I ever get it <laughs> fixed. Oh man! All right. All so right. the uh, voter turnout. We were gonna try to cover that and discuss that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So the Henry County's voter turnout was actually uh, statewide in the primary was fifteen percent. So, which is horrible. Uh, Henry County. It's not actually, horrible because 15% of the people are say that they're Republican or Democrat. That's great for we, the We also went. <laughs> well, but mostly in protest. 
<laughs> mostly, a, mostly just tempting arrest. Come voter, at me, Joe. Voter apathy is but, a real thing. But maybe that is why uh, Henry County was at 23% versus the 15% statewide. Because you and I showed up. I think that a lot of it had to do, uh, the incredibly low voter turnout had to do with how horrible all of the Senate candidates were. Honestly, on the Republican side. Every single one of them were horrible. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that discouraged a lot of people. More attention to that than I so, so you looked at the, the three Republican candidates they had, and you had you had three different line items, right? Yeah. You had Todd Rokita, who was an absolute turd, and nobody liked him. He was unlikable. Like you just you just well, wanted to hate the guy. He was making English the official language. So. And then you had Luke Messer, who had the drunk driving thing come out as he was trying to replace. He he was he was convicted of drunk driving twice. And he was trying – when he was elected state rep or appointed state rep, he was replacing a guy who had been killed by a drunk driver like that week. Wow. And he didn't release that. So that was pretty damning yeah. on top of him voting for Omnibus. So those two things really cost him a lot of votes, and that's why he, one of the reasons why he finished third. And then you and had, then had Mike the Rhino Braun. And then he had Mike Braun who voted in the Democrat primary for 38 years in a row. or third, you know, For 38 years he had pulled a Democrat ballot. Then became a Republican to run for state representative, and he's been a Republican for like the last six years. And he voted for a slew of new taxes whenever he was in the state house. So, so, so he's a Democrat running as a Republican. Correct. Roughly. So basically, but now, on your ballot in the on your ballot in the fall, you have two Democrats and a Republican. Right. Two yeah. John Gregg type Democrats. You have two, uh, two California Southern, Republicans, Southern and you have Lucy. That's why I said Lucy two Democrats and a Libertarian. You said a Republican. Oh, were you calling oh, were you calling Lucy a Republican? No, I was She's going to kick your ass. <laughs> Come at me, Lucy. I'll oh, take boy. you on. I just I'll put up a – just uh, like kick the door in yeah. right now. Here like, comes Lucy awesome. with an now, AR. There's too much Wi-Fi here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm vaccinated, okay? Oh, man. Oh, my God. You're well, there went, there went five of your Patreon subscribers. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome if you could watch it in real time. So. <laughs> oh, we can. We can pull up the phone and see yeah. it now. They come in. Everybody's my... really bearish on the Boss Hog of Liberty right now. Zach uh, Zach Lee joined the uh, joined the chat. I heard that there's a rumor he might run for state representative again. I heard that rumor in District as well. 54. I feel like we've been whispering in his ear. There's a, there's a, a possibility that he already has the signs. I saw him at Mexican the other day. Yeah. Yeah, him and his girl. His fiance. That's uh, pretty much all that happened. I tried to uh, sweeten the pot today. I sent him a gift for his wedding today. Did you do that too, Dakota? You said no. jump on Bed Bath and Beyond and send him something real nice <laughs> on account of us needing to put those signs out again in November. Give him yeah, like a I fancy so. car wash gift card. I, I told him we just have saying, a, I told him we have a sign hanging up in here so the writing is literally on, on the, the wall. wall. I'm just so. saying, litter uh, the the fans of the Boss Hog of Liberty. Uh, all you have to do is jump on Bed Bath and Beyond's website, find the Zach Lee. Uh, Getting married in 2018 in Indiana registry, registry? Yeah. and send them send them a little something yep. and put on there District 54 just just as the thank you <laughs> as the line just right on there awesome. District 54 <laughs> send them a spoon 54. just send them something simple but yeah, just yeah, yeah find find Zach Lee well you Indiana have to, wedding it's not so much for Zach's sake but I think that we have to sweeten the deal for the future Mrs Lee I want to know this actually this is this is the thing this is a call out right now for all of our listeners jump onto his wedding registry. And I want you to just do D fifty four as I'm, as the th- as the thing that's on there. And I want to hear how many how many spoons and ladles. Can and, you? I was gonna say, can you? And can openers you it want? gets. Well, there's a registry. So no, I know. Pick. I understand. There's a registry, but can you like be like? I just want to send them something different. I'm sure you probably could. It's probably possible. <laughs> just find like a we're gonna, a cheap rubber ducky. Zach is Zach's gonna be just buried in two dollar <laughs> gift. We can get him a, a Boss Song Liberty duvet cover. <laughs> <laughs> 
they probably get on Alibaba Custom. for that. It's going to be like the... Uh... And we have it on our shop on redbubble.com. We do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's in the portfolio. How do you, you can... How's the Redbubble work? Uh, what do you mean? How does somebody, if they want to buy some Boss Hog Liberty gear... Oh, so you go to redbubble.com. That's literally redbubble.com. And then you search B-H-O-L. Just B-H-O-L in all caps, and you can find our portfolio. We have three different portfolios with uh, our two different logos, the cover art and uh, the one over here by Jeremiah. And then uh, you also have tinfoil time merchandise as well. So it's a, it's a slew of things. Everything's really good quality on Redbubble. It's so much better than, than T-chip level stuff. What is Redbubble? Or what is uh, tinfoil time, Dakota? Uh, it's, not, it's not happening this week. Wait. What, no, what is tinfoil time? What is tinfoil time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tinfoil time is your is your source for all things conspiracy that's put on by uh, my wife Audrey and myself. That is only available to people who subscribe on Patreon. That is, it's changed to any level of subscriber now. So, so it you used get five to be, bucks a month, you can get in. Yep. On. It used to be only ten dollars a month, but uh, now five dollar a month gets that's seventeen cents a day, Jesse. Seventeen cents a I'm day. I'm feeding dogs. You, you could, could you could literally scrounge around you and your friends' couches every day. And and find that. Well, I'm so. gonna go look in your couch then. Well, you can do that. I'll be the first. <laughs> I'll be the first one. But you get, get access to Temple Time. All of our raw audio. Um, Ten dollars a month gets you the the uh, behind the scenes video that we got. So uh, Brent Spicer is freaking out in the chat that uh, well, that's Brent, another week without Tinfoil Time. We did two had, and a half hours without bathroom yeah. breaks on Tuesday. Yeah. That well, was the that was the moment of time that they record tinfoil time was the, uh, the time mean, we did the live show. I had a bathroom break. So. <laughs> okay. Well, now you're just bragging. <laughs> I did. I was so punch drunk at the end of that show trying to hold yeah. it together. I I we we had I had one drink <laughs> I and was I was out it. and I was like my my mouth is going dry and I'm looking around the room going <laughs> I'm trapped I can't get out. The results are going to come in at any second, and I, I don't was, even have a drink. I'm going to lose my voice. I watch. I was watching. Like I think I fast forward it because I missed it or something. But uh, Jared's just like, <sighs> like he's just, like, <laughs> he's like, we're going to get him any moment. Like he just the, yeah. the frustration was super by the, super apparent. This by case. the end of it, like he was he was reading through uh, the candidates and stuff, and just kept like saying stuff wrong. And yeah. I was like, he is exhausted. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I worked. I worked all day. We're like two and a half hours in. This studio, I know it looks amazing, but it's a freaking hot box. It's, it's an, pretty warm. Uh, I, I wore a long sleeve well, shirt, we have, trying to look nice. We have the, the really lights. heavy curtains, <clears throat> and we also have draper shades behind the curtains. We also have, um, it's it's literally insulated everywhere, and there is one vent that it was put in in 1914. It's just and a fan. Yeah. What's up there? That's uh, baffling. This is a podcast, so we can't just point and be like, "What's that? That's an airplane." <laughs> well, I know about that. Leaves a mystery is that everybody will want to know what it is sometime. Well, if you yeah, go back and watch right. the, uh... so that's uh, that's more soundproofing on the ceiling. So there's like cardboard. There's cardboard underneath it. All right, and Dakota. then a, a blanket that I bought from Walmart that I cut in half. Oh, I have one of those. Get the yeah, uh, get the Skype ready. Mike's going to call in in one minute. Let's say we're on that part. It, of the, it should uh... it should pop up whenever he calls. It's going to really. It's going to do that. Yep, it'll yep. do that. All right. It does it automatically. Man, did I'm waiting patiently. Yeah, test, that's what... Did you guys test this chain yet? So I, should change the uh, recorder? Uh, this shouldn't matter. Yeah. This part should be fine. Should, All right, we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. The live Man, stream. The live stream. Yeah, test, that's what... Did you guys test this chain? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now we've got, got boot loop here. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, it should work out fine. Eric Lee just joined the chat. Eric, you need to renew your LPIN membership. Uh, you, I looked today. You're lapsed. You're Uh-oh. not going to get your newspaper next. So month. we're actually only at 18. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's going to expire. Oh, okay. He's he's in he's at risk. We're still at 19. So Carson, that means you or Betsy. I'll take Betsy too. I really like Betsy. Does Miller. Betsy have a uh, Betsy? Uh, does Betsy have an email list I could possibly obtain? <laughs> <laughs> Betsy is uh, on the board of or of the American Freedom Foundation, uh, the AFF events in Indianapolis nice. that they were doing. She was involved with that with uh, Chloe and Agnos. Nice. The older and Ball State. Never Betsy. been on the show, well, Agnos, compared to Catch. Yeah, Betsy went to Ball State. Chloe went to get Ball State. Okay. Cat oh no, sorry. Peg said she went and then left and went to AU and then came. She went to AU, yeah. I was just, I've got, I've been like, you've been, you've been, I've been binging, horsing. I've been binging on the Ball Saga of Liberty episodes. So I'm trying to like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're waiting at any moment. We're expecting that phone call from Yeah, Mike we're Royals. expecting a call from. Oh, I forgot to mention whenever we were talking about the voter turnout, we had eight thousand people in Henry County pick up a Republican ballot, and uh, roughly eight thousand, and then three thousand people pick up a Democrat ballot. And that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, it it shows it shows really a breakdown of of the demographic here in Henry County. But interesting interestingly enough, our city council races always seem to be heavily Democrat. So uh, that's interesting to you. It is interesting to me. I because it, it really shows even in a in a small city like Newcastle, there's still the the rural and urban oh, yeah. divide there. So. That's no doubt. Pretty common, all of, I think, on the side of Indiana. Jesse's from very, very Democratic Shirley. So we that whole very, town is that Democratic. whole town is run by the Teamsters. That's definitely not true. There's a lot of Trump signs in that town. <laughs> Aaron Dickens says it was an awful turnout. My parents. Well, our turnout was eight percent higher in Henry County than it was across the state of Indiana. It's, it is insane. That's yeah. the reality. Is that if you uh, if you voted in that primary and you're not a Republican or Democrat like Dakota and I did, we are set up to be, to be felons. We could be convicted felons. What it's is a, that? It's a because level, of the ridiculous. It's rules a level that they three have. felony. It's it's pretty much you can get out of it at any time because the code only says that you intend to vote for the majority of that party's candidates. So it's it's a really loosely worded law at that moment in time. Any lawyer worth his salt could get you out, and definitely Sean Rao could get you out. So. He's not paying you guys to like promote him yet, so. Nah, I just like Sean. <laughs> I know, you're looking for sponsors. Sean is a uh, Sean's been a guest on here twice so far. And I've listened yeah. to Liberty Defender to the Stars. If, he's like if, he's one of our he's our third highest rated episode. The question I remember here. What are we gonna do, Dakota? If we uh, if we get arrested and charged and we stand trial, I can't wait. Do we want do we want separate trials? No, you just end the or show. do we want it together? You end the show just like Seinfeld. <laughs> just like <laughs> the boss hog is over. It's done. <laughs> no, that no, we got the H six. We can we can sneak this into the jail. <laughs> yeah, we'll sneak it in. I'll I'll hold it well, underneath of my my coat jacket. <laughs> okay, because I was I was thinking like really sneaking it in. I was like I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit big. <laughs> <laughs> it's much bigger than the H two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I oh, have not funny. had enough to drink for that. That's funny. Uh, we'll 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 go to B Dubs after this. <laughs> Aaron Dickin, you want to go to beat up Zach? <laughs> no. Oh, it was it, it was a pretty bad voter turnout um, all across the state for the primary, but uh, we did end up voting. We're going to talk – I think after we talk to Mike at least, we're going to talk about the uh, the Monday, the May 7th, uh, the city council, city of Newcastle had a meeting, 
and it was a it was a pretty big meeting. They talked about the 1400 Plaza there, and uh, as well as um, how they're going to fund that uh, the grant that they that they applied for for the wastewater treatment plant, which is a, a gr- huge project. And then there was also some uh, law enforcement. What uh, is the 1400 Plaza? 1400 Plaza is, is the uh, big empty parking lot uh, near the uh, Jennings Building. Do okay. You know, do you know where the Early yep. Bird Diner is? Yeah, right, right, right behind it. Yeah, between the Jennings Building and the Early Bird Diner. Yeah. So that's why they have 14 right, right, Street. Which is where they're trying to um, remember. They're trying to like now. Now, of course, this is a national show. So if somebody goes right now, if you're wondering what in the hell we're talking about, go to Google Maps, Newcastle, Indiana, <laughs> and look at. Uh, we joke about 14th Street and why is it closed all the time. Look at 14th Street and Broad Street, and just to the north and the east of that intersection is the. Big empty lot that is 1400 Plaza. Which I I guess that it's closed because of the Jennings building. Yeah, it's and, been under construction yeah. for well, like three years. Yeah. <laughs> We've been a, trying to get some hero city councilmen to clear the street and open it up on their own, but we're and, still uh, waiting. W- well, there's going to be an, an exit from the Jennings building on that side, and there's a, and by code there's not enough room between that exit and the road. So they're going to have to – So they're going to gonna shut down the whole road? Well, what they're going to have to do is uh, is put a curve – in the road now, as the way it sits now. No, just close it. That's what I thought. Yeah, just think of a one way and make you like jog. There, make that makes job. a lot of people upset, Jesse. Well, you know what? It's better than a curb that everyone's going to hit. Aaron Dickens calling it the pit <clears throat> in reference to uh, <laughs> in reference to parks and recreation. Fill in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just need someone to go down there and break their leg like Andy Dwyer. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna take my tent out there the next free weekend I have and just move in. <laughs> I'm gonna be the homeless person. I'm gonna be the. <laughs> Will Sean Rao have my back? <laughs> I don't no, know I why think... we're listening to Aaron's comments. I think that's a ten dollar a month Patreon uh, service that we have to have I, to honor. I think uh, surely we I pay think him Sean on the has to have you back by by law. He has to give you a somewhat competent defense. Um, but I, yeah, I think I think my plan would be we should just camp out there. We were gonna chain smoke. We talked about this. I think we yeah, talked about yeah, this yeah, at the yeah, Libertarian yeah. Convention. Well, you have the Zoom for it now. You can podcast live from there. We've got the six. Yeah, we could podcast drive from. Live. Oh, sorry, whatever. From from fourteen hundred Plaza or the future fourteen hundred Plaza. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we we did mention that we uh, we threatened on the show to chain smoke outside City Council headquarters. I'm I. I was looking forward to it. I was protesting that really, jackbooted thug Aaron Dickin and his smoking ban he was trying to pass. I was going to take big old stogies out there like uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and just get out there and get with it, man. But alas, that's not going to happen. So are you guys in – are you guys talking to this Mike guy? <laughs> We're tap dancing. <laughs> We're tap dancing right now. Yeah. At any second, like, we expect any a phone second call to the come results in. Any time, he will call. We're, We're going to stay on the line. We're going to try. We're used to this. Oh, Mike. So I can tell you that uh, we received uh, – oh, he wants us to call. You call that number there. You want me to write that down for you? Yeah, write it down for me, Jer. I'm talking. Uh, there's going to be some dead space on this part. So right now, Jer is writing down a <laughs> phone number. It starts with a seven. <laughs> and we will be calling, Mike. It starts with right. a seven and ends with a three. Uh, Jeremiah, you make your eights with the two circles. I hate that. <laughs> he has. Didn't very, they teach he, you he that? He has a very feminine handwriting. I, I learned how to write in uh, in New York State. In no, home? I was uh, yeah, in your mom's house. I remember. I distinctly <laughs> I you remember my mom's house or something. Wrong do you remember that. learning to write, Jesse? I do. Yeah, I distinctly remember like the books and be like, Nah, I'm not using that. There's a, there's a variant. I'm like, Ah, that's no. The, there was like dotted paper. That's like, the eight I'm gonna choose. Yeah, like um, it was like a really crappy newspaper. 
like, and they had prints, like, uh, lines, so that you'd have to, like, make sure they, like, intersected at all the per- the perfect places? Yes. Ooh, that's loud. Hello. I think it's only allowed in our ears. I'm it's turning him peaking. down in touch. You're okay. Good evening, guys. Good hey, evening, Mike, Mike. How is it? Great, great. Sitting out here on the front porch right now. So you're sitting on your front porch in uh, somewhere within city limits of Newcastle, Indiana. <laughs> somewhere north of Q Avenue, yeah. <laughs> nice. You have much better reception today. When we talked to you on Tuesday night, it was uh, it was pretty rough, but you sound crystal clear today for the uh, for the podcast. Great, great. Now that was Chase, and it was a little bit noisy up there, and Broad Street's not the best uh, reception area. We know he was pretty lit. We we heard reports that he was pretty well hammered anyway. <laughs> he was good shape. That's awesome. So all right, so give me this breakdown. I want to know what's going on with Jeremiah Sewers. Well, I think uh, Jeremiah pretty well had it covered. Uh, they had everybody from Mumball, uh, Ice Miller. Uh, I think it's Union that's doing the surveying, isn't it? Uh, you got one of those letters. Yeah, I got an engineering letter. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. It's some engineering company that uh, that was hired to come in and do the uh, do to actually develop the plan. Yeah, uh, Kim Cronk uh, basically ran the meeting. Uh, they had the uh, engineer speak. Uh, the mayor spoke, and basically, it's a six point four million dollar project with a $4 million grant from the state that's forgivable. And uh, I think, as you said, 30, just about a $35 average bill. And, you know, if you're not filling your pool like some people, <laughs> uh, your your bill will only go up 30, $35 a month. And the uh, grinder pump is in that uh, $6.4 million. Well, there'll be no uh, charge to the homeowners, and the only charges will be hooking up your sewer line from your home to the grinder pumps, the way I understand it. So do the homeowners get to do that on their own, or do they have to have pay the county to hook that up, or how is that how's that slated to work? Was that revealed in the No, plan? I think I, the way I understood it, I think there'll be a list of, uh, you know, certified uh, – plumbing people that will be able to do that for you and the homeowner will take care of that i'm pretty sure it's going to be a jesse dakota and jeremiah job on a saturday night with some mud lights (laughs) i am not doing that you know how to go jesse he'll send you a text that says hey are you busy saturday (laughs) are you busy like no why what's up he's like we're going to do some work you're like dang it yep isn't that the problem out of Whitey States now? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bunch of guys got together and put in some tile, and here we are with a six million dollar problem. So when uh, I believe so. when are they going to close my road and and ruin my life for two years? When's this all going to happen? Yeah, you uh, you won't be able to get out of Whitey States the way I understand it. <laughs> I, I, unless you have a mountain bike. I read on the internet there's uh, five exits. I don't know what you're talking about. There you go. I don't know, um, the project could start as soon as December of 2018 and supposed to be finalized by August of 19. So That's pretty quick bad. process, it that... sounds like. I mean, hell, it takes that long to uh, to even decide what we're doing at Memorial Park. So within, uh, within, right. within, there you go. within 14 or 15 months, the whole thing's going to be done. And then uh, I assume that the county is going to give us back a nice, chip, uh, nice gravel road. 
<laughs> well, it didn't it, it didn't sound like there. I didn't quite understand that, but they said shallow lines, so there won't be a lot of deep digging. I don't know how you do shallow lines, but maybe the the grinder pump uh, helps that situation out. But they'll be basically using the sewer lines that are in there that were connected to the city, and then some of the oh, I don't know what to call it, uh, pirated lines that are out there will be for drainage of white estates into the creek down on South View. So long-term, we're going to have new working sewers, and maybe the, the neighborhood's going to get drained a little bit better. What, was there any talk uh, from the city council or the county council about annexation, or did they skip over that uh, that possibility? No, the mayor definitely said annexation won't come out of his mouth. Now I don't know whether that allows anybody else to do that or not, but no, they don't. He does. He does not want that. He doesn't. And want he brought that up before anybody else did. He at least publicly. He doesn't. He doesn't want to have to deal with me as a constituent. I can see it already. <laughs> well, he right. he doesn't want to be and called a lot out for of not living in Newcastle either. So he's, now, he's already now, got see, me that, to deal with. <laughs> that's what I don't understand. You guys get all the city services, but don't have to pay the taxes. We don't get all yeah. the city services. I have to pay for my own trash, but I do have – I pay for city water yeah. and city sewer, but apparently <laughs> nobody owns my sewer line. It's a, it, Nobody did it. Nobody owns it. It just exists. So, so what's funny is when this first became a thing, I was on the podcast that day yeah. because we talked about it. So this is kind of – Full like circle. Full circle. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it, it just exists, but it also drains into your community pool. So right. so, so Mike, you, you attended two meetings tonight. You, you, you attended this um, – city council and county council meeting, but there was also a LOIT meeting, a local option income tax, trying to figure out how to spend uh, spend that money. What what came out of that today? Uh, nothing there. They've come up with a matrix of, and I don't, I don't know where this came from uh, Sheriff McCorkle or whether this is something the, the council has worked on, worked on over time, but trying to figure out how to use that and maybe try to limit how, well, just like the Bluntsville uh, Fire Department Station, uh, how to limit that of everybody coming up and wanting 50000 for their new station or 50000 for equipment. Uh, right. But Sheriff McCorkle asked for a possible review of a $250 per year longevity pay increase for his deputies and he brought up that it's the pay rate for state policemen is like $14,000 more per year than the sheriff's department and the Newcastle Police Department pays 2000 more per year for their officers than what the Henry County uh, road officers get so that proposal and you would have like an extra if you got a 30-year officer that add another 7500 bucks a year to his to his pay roughly i think it what rick was looking at was there was some kind of lim, limitation but i didn't hear all that it wouldn't start until after five years of service so and then there was a certain amount of time after that that there would be a cap i think to it but don't hold me to that one i couldn't hear very well. You know how the acoustics are up there. So I don't want to sound like the bad guy here, but we have a horrible jail right now. 
they are talking to there have been people who have passed through the primary, multiple people who have passed through the Republican primary that have already talked about raising our taxes to pay for the jail. As I don't I don't think that this is really the appropriate time to start talking about pay raises whenever we already have that funding issue. And that came up. Clay Morgan uh, talked about the other departments, uh, all the the courthouse employees and all the other county officials maybe went and raises too once the sheriff's department received a raise. So I think that's why they, you know, they're just studying that. There was no motions made or anything like that tonight okay. to uh, bring that up. But yes, the jail was brought up also. And uh, Sheriff McCorkle talked about that quite a bit. And I think the study is supposed to be coming up uh, sometime in June that the, the Colorado firm that has been uh, going over the jail for the last, what, year, year and a half? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Supposed to be bringing their study in in June and okay. get updated on some dates on that from uh, Commissioner Cronk. All right. Well, Mike, thank you very much for the update. Uh, we uh, Yeah, very... one other thing, yes, Jeremiah. Um, they, this was just kind of an informational fund uh, for the widest state's residents. And I think June, or no, May 22nd at 7 o'clock, they'll they'll announce that more, but they're planning on having another meeting to get more in detail and for for receiving questions from widest state's residents. So be looking for that and don't schedule on Jeremiah. <laughs> we schedule like 6 weeks in advance on this show, Mike. We've already got a show scheduled that <laughs> night too. That's that's rice night with Mike uh with Mike McCown. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I can't miss that. I know it's going to be big time. The field will be fit for, set for the race. The uh I I swear well, maybe I I'll have to listen to that one. I won't be able to attend the uh <laughs> the meeting about White State. So I'll have to listen to McCown. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, uh, thank you for calling in, and letting us know, uh, letting us know what's going on down there. We uh, we appreciate you. With it, of course, we've got this new board, so we can do uh, we can do these phone calls now. This wouldn't have been possible two weeks ago, but uh, thanks for filling in for Chase as he's down in Florida, being our reporter on the scene, Mike. That's live. That's live. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, guys. All right. Good talking to you. All right. Where's our hang-up button? Do we have one? That's cool. He, he clicked on his own. There we go. All right, couple a uh, couple last things from the city council meeting that you wanted to cover, Dakota. Yeah, there was so a we uh, talked about your your issues. I yeah, wanted, I want to talk about where I live for a minute. Oh man. <laughs> no, so we uh, on the subject of law enforcement agents, um, we uh, I, of course I sounded like the bad guy proposing that they shouldn't get their raises right now, but uh, we did have uh, some sheriff's deputies and some city police officers that were. Uh, given awards for acts of bravery and uh, camaraderie at, at the last city council meeting, um, we we do have. I think it's in, is it next week's show that we have uh, Brandy ne- Pierce next week. On and- Brandy Pierce and Matt Pierce. Uh, Matt's a detective with the Henry County Sheriff's Department, and Brandy is uh, an officer with the Newcastle Police Department, the canine officer. They're both scheduled to join us next Thursday to talk about uh, law enforcement and the um, uh, the yeah. need for a replacement of a canine. Yep, and they're doing that. They're replacing their canine uh, all through privately uh, privately funded donations. Um, uh, I want to give a shout out to all the all eight officers that were that were awarded at the meeting. Uh, of course, the first one is Brandy Pierce. Uh, she was she was given an award, and then 
Justin Wardlow, Brandon Edstein, Chase Coger, Nick Rhodes, Blake Thrasher, Adrian Darling, and Aaron Strong. They were all all awarded. Uh, our last three there, I think, were were actually sheriff's deputies, not. And then the other ones were were all uh, members of the Newcastle Police Department. So, uh, congratulations to those guys. Uh, Jonathan Phillips is a Henry County Sheriff's Reserve Deputy, and he's in the chat here. And he's uh, he's he's stating it from the market side. Uh, we, as Henry County, become a trading ground for the departments. We pay for training, and then they leave for somewhere else because we don't have competitive pay. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely see that. It's a difficult it's a difficult conversation to have, and you know, at the same time, you realize the house is on fire too, and we've got a jail that's potentially going to lead us to getting sued. Well, and you know, it's a balancing act, just like everything is. But. Uh, I appreciate him saying I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Dakota's terrible, for sure. Dakota is uh, he's the, he's one of the worst, one of the worst around. Uh, finally, uh, once they get this White Estates thing uh, fixed, they, uh, they the, that water goes down to the water treatment plant down off Midway Drive. Yeah. At the end of that, and uh, apparently they want to spend some more money down there too. What's so, the, yeah, what's your story the, on that? Uh, well, that was the other thing. It's it's actually been the wastewater treatment plant's been brought up. Uh, at a, at a lot of meetings here here recently because it's it also is in very poor condition as of right now they they had an inspection go through failed an inspection um, which uh, this type of project is something that uh, really piques my interest because uh, um, back whenever I was an electrician this is the type of job that would have been right up my alley I love I love uh, working in these types of industrial settings and uh, this is what they have to do so. Um, they uh, they just applied for an okra okra grant, um, which uh, we talked about that Office on the of show. Community and rural affairs. Uh, rural affairs, yeah. Uh, we we talked about that a few months ago on the show. Whenever they first applied for it, well, they're going to receive it. Uh, it's a six hundred thousand um, dollars. The city has to match a hundred and fifty thousand dollars of that. Um, if you've noticed, uh, Aaron Dickin, our my water bill has been going up significantly. Uh, I don't know if it's to pay for that or not, but I just I wanted think it's to give, give Aaron some crap. Uh, all of the stormwater separation that the EPA yeah. required. So uh, they they do have that. They're going to be able to give some very needed updates to the wastewater treatment facility. Um, so far, you've received two of your three increases. I believe next year we got one more increase coming yeah, our we way. Have, we have one more. It's yeah. already really high, and they didn't pick up my trash last week. So I'll say I'm going through the same thing for similar. In Knightstown, you you live in the town of Knightstown. Yep. So, and, and you, uh, you the land baron, you have uh, two, two homes, two, or two residences. Two residences. We find Upstairs out and downstairs. Find out in August, and then the fourteen hundred plaza, which is the deal of uh, the second deal of the century. The Doughboys, the first, of course. So the, uh, as I understand, the fourteen hundred plaza is this government boondoggle that Aaron Dickin yep. alone has allowed to double in price. It's now going to be a one point eight million dollar project, even though he promised the people personally it was going to be about eight hundred thousand, and we've never spent any taxpayer dollars on it. Is that the project? Well, uh, okay, so you said one point eight million dollars. That is that is what they were talking about. I read uh, it on the internet. It's so, all Aaron's fault. Yeah, the the bonds that they were talking about at the city council meeting on May seventh, which was this Monday, uh, was for one million seven hundred fifty six thousand um, dollars. That uh, oh crap, I think did, that did you break a nail, Tiger? You okay? Oh, I think I'm okay now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, so basically, it's uh, the bonds. The bonds are there. It's going to be coming from uh, the. Tax increment financing, so that TIF, yeah, the TIF 
uh, that that basically is going to come from uh, well Crown really. Whenever they whenever they do any kind of uh, improvements and uh, raise their property value and things, uh, do uh, uh, if there's an increase in the assessed value of certain structures uh, that Crown that Crown operates and owns. Um, but uh, they did recommend, and this is what I thought was interesting, a property tax backup in case they couldn't repay the bonds. So they included so that, that be, they included that with their ordinance. So they've got two or three different tools in the tool bag, and correct. potentially, if it goes terribly wrong, and say Crown disappears or the money doesn't come that they expect, uh, that would be one of the backups. Is that they could put additional they, burden on the property taxpayers right. to pay for the plaza. So they did say it was very rare that that would happen, but it, I don't I don't like that. I mean, I don't even agree with the property tax as a whole. I think it's vehemently illegal. I'm I'm opposed to it, and uh, and then they want to talk about raising it to pay for um, a nice looking area. Oh, so is you it know. going to be anything more than a parking lot? Well, it's if yes. You, if it you is. look at the plans, it's going to be yeah. a nicely manicured parking lot with a stage, and you know it's a community gathering place. But it's also going to be quality parking for the Jennings Building, for Primo, for the Arts Park, for any downtown activities. So it's it's going to provide you. And we're going to try to open up a brewery down there later, the Balsam <clears throat> Liberty Brews. Are we? So, yeah. We yeah. Already talked about I slept that. through that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Jesse's going to start. Uh, it is going to look nice, uh, Jesse. Cider. It's going to it, basically what they're going to put there is a lot better than what's there now. For somewhere and between it is, 1 and 2 million, it should look really nice. And I what I've heard, uh, so undisclosed sources here. But the rumor mill has come to me. Oh, good. Uh, it's going to – what I've heard is that they're expecting it to cost right around a million dollars. So not too far off that $800,000 original plan. So what happens is you – as a government entity, you work with the designer and you say, hey, we want to spend X. And they give you an engineer's estimate. And the engineer says, we think we can bid this job and it's going to cost 800000 and then you go out and you publicly bid it, and you get bids from one company, two companies, three companies, could be ten companies. And you usually take the low bidder as long as they're consistent with what the right. bid spec book said it was. And you had an $800,000 estimate, and the low bidder comes in at 850, then you don't have to award the job. You say, nope, it's over the estimate, we're not awarding it. Or the bid could come back in, and it could be 720000 and they say, yep, you're low, we're going to give you the job. Good to go. Uh, if they all come in at one point five. And they had the estimate at eight hundred thousand. They're covered, and they can deny it, or they can say, "Well, we did borrow one point eight. We could just award the job." So they've got different options. Um, See, that's that's all that is. It's but people, it comes in over people the on the internet keep uh, keep trying to say that um, since they since they've talked about that you know, one point eight with the bonds, then that then they already know that that's what it's going to cost. But that's not the case. Um, like I said, I have I have heard from an undisclosed source that it's going to that they're thinking it's going to cost a million dollars. So that's your guess. Yep. Inside information. Inside if you're bidding on that job, yep. bid $900,800. I'm playing the part of Abdul right now, and this is my cheat sheet. <laughs> and it's free. And it's free. All yeah. right. Well, we are about at that point, man. We stretched it for a little while to get Mike on, but then, man, the show was over. But he came through with us. He had some good information. It was very good I'm having Mike we on, on the scene. Final thoughts. Jesse Riddle, you are running for county council, District 3. I am. Uh, if people don't know anything about you, you've run for county council the last <clears> two cycles, continue to build that name ID. You ran for the District 4 seat against, or the District 3 seat in uh, with Steve Duggar four years ago. Yep, 2014, 
2014. In 2016, you ran at large. What yeah. uh, What are your main issues? What are the things you talk about and the reasons why people need to vote for Riddle in 2018? Um, yeah, you're going to put me on the spot. Why didn't – this wasn't my, like, podcast to talk about my race. So we'll have you back <laughs> on. But, you know, what, what are you all about? What are the main things? Like, uh, just two or three talking points. For me, my main things are um, making sure that we're spending money appropriately. Um trying to rank, get a wrangle around the, the jail situation. Um, probably also, uh, I was thinking about this today. There was like one other thing that differs vastly than the other people, but I can't really remember what it is right now. All right. But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, like, <clears throat> are you, are you Less pro or against wind? Or like pro or against wind? Yeah. I love wind, but not like necessarily wind turbines. That's what I was talking about. All right, IWTs. You think IWTs, they're the devil? Uh, You've, uh, you, I don't think you made the devil. you made it known that you're anti uh, subsidy from the council level. Yeah, like um, 2014, I probably said I was for abatements, um, but uh, I have now backed away from that philosophy, <laughs> and I am not for abatements, uh, and I don't care if it's for wind or if it's mom and pop wanting to put in. Yeah, or let's it's all around government pop. doesn't let's pick put it in a fancy parking lot. I'm just not going to do it. I think that that is the position of everybody that is running with an L beside their name on the ballot. We hope so. At least in, as the chairman in the county, that's in 2014. That's my, I was the lone fellow that sat at the debate in the council yeah. chambers and said no, no abatements. I started that. I started that game in 2014, and Jeremiah's, here we are. The whole county has followed me down that path. Jeremiah has <laughs> walked me into the light. Yes. We so. don't. We don't just pass them out willy-nilly. Yeah. We started uh, – my, my position, and I'm sure yours will be too, my position with damn near everything starts with no on the council. Right. And uh, and then you can try to woo me back to a yes. But I, uh, every budget, I'm going to start with a no until I'm happy. I think uh, – so one thing I was thinking about that's uh, – again, people don't really care about, but I do. Um, and they should care is uh, – and you guys talked about it, I think, on the, the PEG interview, but um, – the nonsense and like rigmarole that we have to go through to deal with like the voter registration office, like what can be done to, um, what can be done so that people can bring their phones into the building in the justice center? Yeah, like what I can know we do? it's the like, most annoying thing ever. Like, like I want to pick up like all this like low hanging fruit that makes like everything a little bit easier, and then uh, you know, like according to um. According to like Steve and they like the whole wind thing's pretty much a dead horse. A dead horse, yeah. Well, it's um, definitely dead after Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, for real. And uh, so, and then the doughboy is what it is. You can't. I'm. Uh, you haven't asked me because this isn't my thing, but I would not pay for another doughboy. Yeah. Um, that could be raised through private funds if people are that hurt about it. How much money you got? You putting money down? On a doughboy? Yeah, let's go. Get out that I'm checkbook, big boy. Money. I still owe you money. I don't owe you money, <laughs> but I've, I've pledged you some money, I think. All right. So. Well, cool. Any any other final thoughts? No, I think that's it right now. That's it. Jesse Riddle, thank you very much for joining us today. Well, You've been an excellent fourth-choice co-host. Yeah. Fourth string, fourth <laughs> podcaster right here. The Curtis Painter of co-hosts. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm really going to do the chair thing Dan, this time. Dan Dornorowski. Jesse, we're going we're gonna to have you on uh, later on yeah. uh, towards the election and uh, no, give no. you a one-on-one interview to talk about your positions. And I, I like I did a like, rush to get my website put up like five minutes before I got here today. All right. So what's your Where website? You VoteRiddle.com. 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 Yeah. All right. Dakota. Final All thoughts. right. 
So my final thoughts for the evening are um, I hope that Aaron Dickin doesn't raise my property taxes. Um, I'm coming for you, Aaron. But uh, <laughs> we, also, can, we can always move away. Yeah, that's true. Hey, listen, if he um, raises those taxes too much, I heard Dustin Ellis is waiting in the wings. <laughs> I heard that too. Coming at him. As an L, maybe. I don't know. But uh, if I run, it's against Mark Cover, so Aaron doesn't have to worry about that. But then I would be running against my cousin. Awkward. Is that a family hate crime? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Thanks for awkward get-togethers. <laughs> so uh, my final thoughts for this evening are I'm – Glad that we're through the primaries. This is a good episode. Mercifully um, through the primaries. To unwind. I need to congratulate my, my wife publicly, and I also want to tell everybody. You heard that, right? I did. Congratulate. Congratulate. <laughs> Congratulations, oh, <because> Audrey. <laughs> I want to congratulate Audrey. So, yes. <laughs> Audrey has graduated from college? I don't understand. <laughs> What's the problem? What's the problem? All right, continue. Please continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, anyway, head over to uh, uh, her Facebook page. You'll be able to see her cap. Uh, go over there. Make sure that you like uh, like it on the actual uh, IU East bookstore page so that she can win that. Like I said, it's a financial gain. Uh, that's So that's always a big thing. Um, but uh, as always, thank you guys for tuning in to the Boss Hog of Liberty. I know that this was a little bit different than what we've been doing here the past couple months uh but uh it's uh it's always great to be behind the microphone and uh thank you once again check out redbubble.com for all of our merchandise with my with my beautifully designed logos <laughs> and uh and check us out on patreon so uh Month of May in Indianapolis for me is absolute Christmas. Jer- Jesse, Jer's on vacation. Jesse knows that like I want to do absolutely nothing but go to the track. I, yeah. I'm gonna go on. Uh, I'm gonna go out on. What day is the race? Well, there, see, there's two races. The, well, I know, the Grand what, what, Prix what of Indianapolis is, is on Saturday, this Saturday. That's so tomorrow the is the uh, qualifying and practice for the Grand Prix of Indianapolis. Saturday is that race. Grand. The Grand, Grand Prix. Prix. The Grand Prix. And then the uh, the actual Wrong. Indy 500 is on Sunday. I don't know. It's, it's the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend, so it's it's like two 27th. weeks. Twenty seventh. Yeah, the twenty seventh. Sure. That uh, sounds good. So if you are a Patreon subscriber at ten dollars a month, uh oh, what are you doing? Ten dollars a month, Patreon subscriber, you can hang out with myself and Dakota. Turn three infield. You are going to get a special invitation to my invite only party in turn three in the infield. Hang out with Dakota. Jeremiah, Audrey, Sarah, and Chase, maybe, and Danny Morrill uh, in the I, infield I party. This. J- Jesse's not coming. There's no way. I declined the invite. We're not trying to add <laughs> That's why you're invited. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's advertising Jesse. It's like, hey, come to a party Jesse's at. Yeah, no, don't do that. But uh, month of May in Indy, man. If you join Patreon, I will send you an invite tonight if you join the Patreon at 10 bucks a month, and we'll put you in there. But uh, so much excitement. 35 cars for 33 spots. This weekend, we got the Grand Prix of Indianapolis. We've got the Dale Coin car we talked about on the bonus episode last week. Uh, the Fittipaldi, the, the young Fittipaldi was injured, and there's an open car, open slot. Ed Jones finished third in that race last year in the Indy 500 in the Dale Coin team. Are you the, are you Dale, the sports Dale Coin desk right team. now? It's so exciting. I think he is. The, uh, the uh, Indy 500 sure is. is my Christmas. <laughs> Dakota and I are just like... Oh man, no idea what he's. The problem is, is Dakota has like a week and a half to to get a total crash course because on the uh, the twenty second, we have Mike 
McCown, who is a old timer at the Annapolis Motor Speedway, entering his 30th year as a photographer at the track. Listen, listen. Zach Burcham, who's a Category Five super fan of the Indy <clears throat> Indy cars and the Indy 500, and I was you. About to say that that is why Zach is coming on to fill the gap. There we go. We're gonna have some fun. I, and by it's the time not this like month it's going to matter whenever I'm at the race. I'm just going to be drunk. By the time this month is over, <laughs> you're going to know the difference between Sebastian Bourdais, Tristan Vaudier, and uh, Simon Pagano. He never saw me in school, did he? Yeah. <laughs> You'll be able to just matter why. Turn left the whole time. Yeah. Oh, turn left. That, not, meow, not this meow, weekend. So meow, the the, the IndyCar series, meow. here's the thing, Jesse. No. It is the same cars, no. same motors. No. They change the body a little bit, <laughs> and they, they are the most versatile form of motorsport in the world. Yeah. They take the same car, and they run the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where you have four identical turns, or nearly identical turns, two and a half miles around. But the same car, same drivers, same motors run the infield racetrack as a road course, <laughs> as a roval. And they'll run Long Beach, they'll run St. Pete, they'll run street courses. You got the whole deal. So really looking forward to the Indy 500. You are going to get total and complete coverage from me, whether you want it or not. You've got it all. Uh, and I'm going to say right now that I think Joseph Newgarden wins his first Indy 500. I hope he does too. Newcastle, Joseph Indiana. Newgarden. I hope he Newcastle, does. Newcastle, Indiana zone. That we can uh, like. Dude learned how to race at Newcastle Motorsports Park. That is He's really the defending cool. IndyCar champion, driving for Roger Penske, the winningest owner in the history of the, of the series, 17 wins in the Indy 500 for, for the captain. You know Penske truck leasing? Penske yeah. Chevrolet? Yeah, I know Penske, Penske everything? Yeah, yeah. That's Roger. It's his team. That's right. Roger. Penske perfect. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> are these your final thoughts? This is, a, this, is a, this is all I got. It only took 30 minutes. <laughs> I took four minutes. <laughs> it was only like four minutes. Follow it me. It feels like forever. At though. Jeremiah Morrill on the Twitter. Jeremiah at com. I'm serious about it. Join that Patreon and message me and say, hey, I want to go to the Indy 500 and take this in. I want to learn from you. Is it going to be on us or are you going to pay for the ticket? No, you, you, no I, will, I will give you the invite to come. I'm not going to give you a free ticket to the infield. But you're coming to the race anyway. There's a quarter million people coming to this thing. Everybody but... Dakota and Jesse come to the Indy 500. So you should make sure people understood that because I thought you were paying their way in. No, no, I no, no. Too, yeah. No, once you're on the grounds, we give you the invite to come to our party. All right. Well, that's clear now. Yeah. Yep. I'm definitely. They're going to give coming. us money, but he's still not going to pay for yeah. it. I will let them party with us. <laughs> it, like, it, comes with, like a really it comes good with deal. free beer and an exclusive beer. experience. <laughs> Why'd you wait and beer? Uh, Dakota, I'm telling you, get those jorts cut short. Get uh, ready. Gosh. That's a good shirt. The shirt you're wearing now. Yeah. The flamingo shirt is, shirt is perfect for the race. They'd have to peel Lisa off of you. But you need to. I like the you shirt. need to put. Uh, you need to pair that with uh, with some jorts. I might just end this live stream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're done. We're gonna see y'all next yep, week. We're gonna have we're Brandy finished. and Matt Pierce, Dakota, and I. It'll be a good time. See y'all next week. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk. 
which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com, and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.